Hello, hello, hello! Welcome to ENEE381. This is electromagnetic wave propagation across a medium. And so, I'm going to be talking about the first week before the second week starts. I did do this for ENE322, so if you do want to hear about week one, be sure to listen to that. But I'm going to be starting about this. This was the first day lecture, one Monday, August 28th, 2017. Okay, so we start off with Maxwell's equations in the 1860s. Um, S. Okay, uh, well, I do first want to explain that I do have a homework one problem set due, and that is due, uh, when is it due? September 13th on Wednesday. Um, all right, back to the notes. So Maxwell's equations is 18, discovered in the 1860s. There's four different equations. So first one is delta cross E vector. Uh, the E vector is the electric field, and that equals to negative, uh, d negative del B vector, which is the magnetic field. So B, B is the magnetic field over delta T. So, or the derivative. I forgot what it's called, but uh, we're basically deriving the magnetic field in terms of time. And so the units, SI units, for that is volts per meter. So uh, number two of Maxwell's equations is uh, delta cross H vector. And that H vector is the H field. Um, and that equals uh, J vector subscript F. So that's the free current density plus the derivative of the d vector displacement field. So d equals displacement field in terms of time. So um, the derivative of d over t. And so that is in Teslas. So units of epsilon not cross e. Uh, third equation is uh, de delta dot d. Delta is... I don't know, del, oh, del dot d vector, so remember, d equals displacement, equals p subscript f. So that's the free charge density. Remember, j vector is the free current density, and p is the free charge density. Uh, free current density, uh, that is amps per meter squared, and the free charge density is coulombs per meters squared. Uh, and then 4 is del dot b vector equals 0. So remember the v, b vector is the magnetic field. So the free current density and the free charge density, there is a little bracket. It says free sources. So they're the simplest kinds of sources. So there's nothing, uh, there's no bounds to them. They're just free in space wherever. And so the d vector and the H vector are special fields that make it easier to handle materials. So that um, they're basically made to create uh, it easier for us. Um, so free charge has unlimited motion it, it, if exposed to an E field. So if there's an E field, it still has unlimited motion, which causes it, for example, a free electron, which makes it a free charge. And then bound charge motion is actually restricted. So um, he's shown a capacitor plate, um, positive on the left side, negative on the right side, and there is an E field going from left to right. 
and so there's a piece of plastic and as you can see on the left side of the plastic which is in between the plates on the left side of the plastic it is negative and right on the left edge on the right side of it it's all positive so um, I don't know if you really got that but I hope you did so um, it's showing why that happens to show why that happens in an atomic scale you zoom in a lot into the atom uh, there's a before picture and there is uh, the atom right there and there's a positive nucleus and if the E is zero the positive is in the middle and there's a uh, electron cloud around it and after you apply the uh, electric field from left to right you can see the positive nucleus going to the right as when the negative electrons go to the left and that's why it's like that so the free current means they're moving free charges and bound current means the current path is restricted um, so the there's an other equation displacement vector equals epsilon naught E times the E vector plus the P vector. So if you don't remember, E vector equals the electric field, and the P vector equals uh, the charge, I think. Oh, no, it's the dipole moment. I'm so sorry. It's the dipole moment. So the um, other equation below it, the B vector equals mu naught times the H vector plus the M vector. So remember, H vector is the H field plus the M vector is the um, magnetization, the magnetic dipole moment. Oh, yeah, it is the magnetization. See, I'm smart. <laughs> Magnet dipole moment per unit volume. So P is the polarization, M is the magnetization. So um, as you can see uh, there is a picture, aluminum, J total equals zero. I think it's just showing examples. Iron is like crazy all the way. Uh, review of statics. Um, let's see. Okay, D or DT, when it goes to zero, there's point form equations. One, two, three, four. Del cross E field equals zero. Del cross H equals J vector. Uh, subscript F. 3 is del dot d vector equals pf. Um, that is in the Maxwell's equations. And then del dot b equals 0. So these are just Maxwell's equations. The only difference is that when d of t equals 0, 1 and 2 of Maxwell's equations, uh, they change um, because there is there are um, derivatives in terms of time. And those go to zero when d of t equals zero. Next page. Uh, there's a lot. <laughs> okay. One. Uh, e goes over. Uh, del cross E equals zero. As you can see, he's kind of showing and explaining through Stokes' theorem why that is. And E is conservative. And there's a path. And there's out of board. And then there's a surface. And there's a closed path. So, um... We can discuss that later. Two is um, using Stokes' theorem and then Ampere's law, and we get the enclosed integration from the h vector dot dl if, if the if is enclosed. And if is enclosed from the Stokes' theorem from a loop. Um, three is del dot d vector, which equals pf. 
is outward pointing. Uh, let's see, the vectors are pointing outwards. I don't really understand that. And then 4 is del dot b vector equals 0. Um, next page. Displacement fields, uh, similar equations. Uh, it is it's a lot. Point form of Gauss's law. There's just a lot, a lot of theory on here. Um, let's see. Uh, the, the, this all looks familiar from the past. Um, all right, I'm I'm gonna skip to the next page. Yeah, I'm going to skip to the next page. So, uh, magnetization, magnetic dipole moment, M equals IA, Faraday's law, 1830s. Um, observations, I2 does not equal 0, V2 does not equal 0, induced in C2 if any of the following occurs. I1 is time varying. C1 is moved with respect to C2 with I1 equals 0, does not equal 0. C is a permanent magnet, is moved into out of C2. D is any combo of the above. Um, summary of the statement, V2 equals negative K proportionality constant DF over DT, which is the magnetic flux. F equals integration from B1 dot DS. And there's a conceptual loop. The equation applies to areas in space. So um, I won't really extrapolate on that because I don't really understand that yet. But maybe after the first homeworks and whatnot, that's really it. I just have to do the homework. And once I finish that, maybe I can explain that in the next podcast. So I know this episode was short, but you really didn't need that much. Um, it's just review of 380.